What's up, everyone? Before we get started on the episode, we just want to take a brief second to thank our sponsor, Vanquishers. Sci-fi, jumping through dimensions, being the hero fighting to create balance across all existence. Does that sound like the kind of heroic journey you would be excited to experience? Look no further than Vanquishers Trading Card Game. That is within your reach. So, step into the Vanquishers universe today. Get exclusive access by joining our community at www.vanquisherstcg.com. Select your hero, equip weapons and armor, and vanquish your enemies. Now let's get started on the episode. Welcome back everyone to episode 45 of the Popcorn Podcast. I am Tommy Cresta, and today we're here to rank the top 10 best castings in TV and in film. But before we get started, I just want to take a quick second to talk about our audio. It's going to sound a little weird on this on today's episode because we are finally in our studio, which we're super excited about. And we have not put soundproofing up yet. And Ryan's mic is acting all weird, but we could not record because we have to go to a movie in 56 minutes. So we're hoping to get this episode done on time. So excited for that movie, too. I did not ask you to speak. I will. I'm talking now. (laughs) This is why you don't get paid. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we're super excited. And yeah, we're here to do our top 10 castings. You can listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Amazon Music, anywhere you can find podcasts except for Pandora because mm-hmm. they still hate us. They suck anyway. Nobody uses Yeah, no one uses that app anyway. But uh, yeah, do you want to ho- – so we have each have 10 and then we have a couple honorable mentions. Yeah. Do you want to go through your honorable mentions first? Yeah, I can do mine first. So I got Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump in Forrest Gump. Overrated movie. Keep going. Great movie. Keep going. Yeah, he's great in it. Michael Clark Duncan in The Green Mile as John Coffey. Remember, you're going to have to speak like loud. No, yeah, I'm talking. And um, <laughs> Carl Urban as Billy Butcher in The Boys. I have Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. And I have Bruce the Mechanical Shark in Jaws. That's my last honorable mention. Because that shot, I mean, he's, he's incredible. He's a great shark. I don't know what the name of the dinosaur was in Jurassic Park, the T-Rex. I probably okay, put we're going, him we're or her on here too. But okay, I'm going to do my honorable mentions name. now. So yeah, my honorable mentions are Chris Evans as Captain America, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, Carl Urban as Billy Butcher in The Boys, Kevin Spacey as John Doe in Seven, right. Val Kilmer as Doc Holliday in Tombstone, and Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. That's a good list. That is a good list. But that's just my honorable mention. Yeah. And I know some people aren't going to agree with my list because they're going to be like, those aren't the best game. But these, I think these people are perfect in the roles that they were casting. Yeah. Okay, do you want to do, you want to do your first two? First two? Mm-hmm. Well, it's only ten. You just want to go one at a time. Yeah, sure. We can do that. All right, yeah. So my number ten, this is the one that I told you in the car that you might be surprised about. I have Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. That's a really and good – that was a great casting yeah, when you got I picked. I mean, he's perfect. Like, the fact – this isn't, like, the only reason I chose him. The fact that he can do the eye thing uh-huh. as Pennywise, like, he's just – he can move his body in such weird ways that he was literally perfect for that role, I think. Like, he – Nobody else could have pulled off the, like, physically terrifying stuff that Pennywise can do in that movie. So, I think he fits it perfectly, and his voice is also just perfect for that role. Yeah, that, I think, saved him $45 million. Yeah. That he could do it. Yeah. It's nuts. That's a good one. Yeah. So, that's my number 10. What's your number 10? My number 10 is a very new casting. The right. movie just came out. And this is Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Mm. I think that she was perfect as Catwoman. She's one of my... Favorite superhero castings of all time. Yeah. Because she looks, I mean, exactly like how Catwoman looks in the comics. She does look amazing. She's got the yeah. short hair. And, and Zoe Kravitz is an incredible actress. Yeah. 
And Ryan knows my love for her. I've loved her for years. <laughs> and it was even better because she had already played Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie. Yeah. That it was even better for her to play the live action. Yeah. And she's my – I think she's the best Catwoman. Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer so, Michelle Pfeiffer's great, but I, I think forever, whenever I think of Catwoman, I will think of Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, I think so. And I think so as well. She's just fantastic in that movie. So Yeah, so I that's my number that. 10. All right. Well, my number nine is going to be Killian Murphy. It's Tommy Shelby. I, I almost – he missed my honorable mentions by one. Really? Yeah. I have him on there because we'll talk about that season six Biggie Blinders coming up. But um, I think I think Tommy Shelby is one of the coolest characters in TV like ever. I mean, uh, Peaky Blinders is one of my favorite shows of all time now. And I think Tommy Shelby is just an awesome character. He always has a plan. He always – like he's one of the smartest dudes. And I think – Killian Murphy, Murphy really pulls that off in the role. So I think it's a lot of his performance lends to that character being so good. So I think that's why I put him on there. I love Killian Murphy. He's fantastic. I'm really excited to see him in Oppenheimer. Oh, me too. Oh, this one. Oh, my chest. <laughs> so my number nine is going to, I think this is going to be the most confusing to people. Mm-hmm. And this is Josh Hutchinson. As Peter Mellark in the Hunger Games trilogy, in the Hunger Games franchise. All right. So I love these books more than anything. I've only read the first one. So. I read all four of them in a week. Really? The first time I read them, I was obsessed. This was before huh. the movies came out or anything. So I already I finished them really? all before the movie came out. Wow. And when they showed the first picture, I you know I love reading. <laughs> when I finished the like as soon as they released that first picture of him with the blonde hair. Yeah. It was literally how I imagined him in the movie, like in, in my head, like when I was making like a movie while reading the book. Yeah. And I think Josh Hutcherson is an extremely underrated actor. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for him that he was a finalist for two different Spider-Man movies and <laughs> never got it. <laughs> Do you know he's like, he produced like 60 movies in the last like four years. Really? Yeah. He has like his own production company. Good for him. But he, I he mean. He hasn't been anything for a minute. He's in a TV show is on uh, Paramount. Gotcha. It's like a time travel show. It's pretty cool. I watched the first season. But I think he's incredible as PETA in The Hunger Games. No, I think he does a good job. Like he's yeah. – I know that Jennifer Lawrence is awesome, but I could imagine someone else playing Katniss. Yeah. I literally cannot imagine anyone else playing PETA. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think he was absolutely perfect in the role. I think he's the best character in the thing because he actually yeah. has to, like, transform himself into, like, a bad guy for a movie. Yeah. PTSD and all that stuff. And he does. I think he does an incredible job. Yeah, so do I. So, yeah, number nine, I have Josh Hutcherson. Oh. And I knew that that one was going to be, like – what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that he, I couldn't, I late took him off my list and put him on our mention, then took him completely off. And I was like, no, he's Lee, the only dude I can imagine. That's how I yeah. thought of it. Like, if I'm thinking about this character, do I see only that person as? Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah. I like the books better than the movies. The movie. I like the first book better than the movie. I like the second movie better than the book. I like the third book better than the third movie. And I like the fourth book better than the movie. So I only like Catching Fire more than movie more than the book. Gotcha. Right. But that one's also nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. So that's why. I think I like the first book better than the movie. That's yeah. the one I read, but I remember I like that. Well, one. yeah, because like the cave scene's like the most important scene in the mm-hmm. whole book, and it's literally six chapters, and it's a like five minute scene in the movie. Yeah. That, that's one of my only downsides to that. Movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's my number, number nine. My number eight is going to be Charles Dance as Tywin Lannister. It's a great casting. He's incredible. I mean, the way he just. Nobody commands a scene 
like that dude. Every no, he time was a... he's on screen, it's like, oh shit, <laughs> somebody's gonna get. I uh, <laughs> I didn't put a certain Game of Thrones character on my list. Oh, you know exactly. Who I, I know mean exactly too. what you're talking about, and, and you know is, my love for him. Mine is high on my list. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't make it. Really? Mm-hmm. My next two are from the same movie as well. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna have like anybody similar on our list. I think we'll have. We have one. Maybe. No, we we have one. We talked about it. A certain superhero like person. Yeah. Oh, did you not put him on? Did he end up not making it? Well, there's we'll a, get to that. A certain, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if he's going to be in the same spot. No, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, Charles Dance is Tywin Lannister, and he's just, he's incredible. Like, obviously, the character of Tywin is from the books, and people say, like, the books are always better than, than the show, and I'm sure they are. I didn't write them, but. Oh, I think he said write him. I was like, well, we no, know you well, didn't write no, him. Well, George R. R. Martin can't write him either because yeah, no, he hasn't finished the last 14 years. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I read Dune. the first one. I read the first one. I've been meaning to read him, but. You gotta read Dune. I don't want to read Dune. Dune's so good. It's so long. It's not that long. It's like 700 pages. Yeah, I don't like reading. I don't. The only like... book fr- movie franchise that's based on a book that's better than the book mm-hmm. is Harry Potter. Really? I love Harry. Like, Lord of the Rings isn't better than the books. Yeah. But that's true. Yeah, Charles Dance's Time and Lannister is just incredible. There's nobody in that show that just takes over a scene like he does as that character. No, I 100% agree yeah. with that. Have you seen that deleted scene with him and um, Meister Pycelle? Yes. It's Great cool scene. scene. Yeah. I understand what they just talked. They talked about Nerd Soup like four episodes ago. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, well, we passed some raining boys, so. No, I was going to talk about that on the Jurassic <laughs> World episode because that, like, that's when that's going to be the episode that takes place first. So I literally haven't been mentioning it just because of that. Gotcha. Well, now we mentioned Damn it, it Ryan. Well, we rub it in the face. It's fine. It's like a just... month after that. That's fine. All right. What's your number eight? Uh, my number eight. Okay. My next, this one and the following one are from the same movie. <laughs> and multiple people have played these two characters. Mm-hmm. However, in my head, they were perfect for this casting. And these will always be my favorite versions of these characters, and I'll never be able to imagine someone else. If I if someone mentions this character, I always think of this. Mm-hmm. And this is Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Yeah, I think she is perfect. <laughs> like I, you know, my love for her is. I think she's the best love interest. Yeah, she's she never feels like helpless. She's always trying to help Peter, and mm-hmm. like she's like the reason he beats Electro because she she shows him the copper wiring and how he can yeah, hold the electricity. Him, like, the web and stuff. And like especially going from Kristen Dunst, who was always just like the damsel in distress. We hate, yeah, we hate Kristen Dunst <laughs> in those movies. She's a very good actress. Oh no, yeah, yeah. But in the movies, she sucks. Though. Yeah, like she does has nothing to do. She's always just screaming and crying. Yeah. While Emma Stone's like, actually making everyone else's life. Yeah, and, and like Emma Stone actually makes a difference in the plot. Yeah. And that's why I think, and I think that they have like the best like young kid chemistry. I think they do have the best chemistry because like, they were also dating in yeah, real yeah. life. Yeah. And it eventually gives you one of the best acting scenes in comic book history with yeah. Andrew Garfield holding her, which gets me every time it I watch it. cry every time. Literally every, every time. time. But yeah, I have Gwen Stacy, but I guess you guys can guess what my next one is, but we'll <laughs> wait until I get to that. <laughs> All right, well, my next one, my number seven, right? Yes, yeah, seven. Steve Carell as Michael Scott. I knew it. In the office. I was thinking about I mean, it. I was like, he's got to have one office. I, yeah, you you love to, that show. Oh, I love it. I've, I've watched it like three times. I know. You like it way more than I do. I know. And you watched it one. You, you watched it in like three weeks, didn't you? Oh, I love it. I just, yeah. I think that there's, I think Friends is better. Yeah. I but Friends that. is better, I think, for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's more like heartfelt moments than in the office. Okay. But I still think How I Met Your Mother's the best. It's funny. Yeah. 
I still think The Office is the best. Like, but I, I straight comedy. The Office is better. Yeah, but um, I mean, the show wouldn't be the same without Michael Scott, and you see that in season seven and nine or eight and nine because it's not they're as good. not as good without him. Like, Robert California is funny though. Oh, he's hilarious, but he's only in like five <laughs> I'm episodes. Lizard King. <laughs> I'm a lizard king. <laughs> so funny. It's so funny, but yeah, Michael Scott is probably one of the most recognizable and hilarious characters in all of television. And Steve Carell absolutely brings him to life. I don't think there would have been a Michael Scott without Steve Carell. Because, like, you saw, you can see audition tapes, like Bob, Bob Odenkirk auditioning for yeah. it. It's just not the same. And everyone that auditioned shows up at yeah. some point in the show. Yeah, yeah, they all do. And they're all, like, everybody's hilarious. Everybody's in the show. Yeah. But Steve That's Carell so funny that Bob Oden, however you pronounce his last name. Odenkirk. He's also in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, because he um, he was supposed boss. to be he was trying to be one of the main characters, mm-hmm. and so is uh, oh my God, who's Walter White? Oh, um, my God, <laughs> Brian Cranston. Yeah, Brian Cranston is also in How I Met Your Mother. Is he? Yeah, nice. He's another main character. Really? For a couple seasons, he's huh. Ted's boss. Really? Yeah, for huh. three seasons. Interesting. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, that's a really good pick. Thank you. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Oh well. My number seven is Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Really? I didn't, I didn't <laughs> okay, you couldn't figure that out. <laughs> You're like, I think you say Ray Fiennes as yeah, the lizard. It's the lizard. Even it's though like I Jamie Fox is the Electro Man. Hey, Jamie Fox killed in No Way Home. Oh No Way Home. And we talked about that. That's yeah, Spider-Man too. Well, that's not his fault. No, it's not his fault. The writing. No, it's really Sony's fault. Mm-hmm. It's our boy Osmed, <laughs> idiot. But uh, I've talked about this a thousand times. I'm going to talk about it again for. A minute. When I finished the Tobey Maguire uh, trilogy, I was seven years old, and I didn't get another Spider-Man until I was eleven years old. So I had four years of no Spider-Man, and I I was huge in the skateboarding and all that stuff, like BMX and all that. At that point, I loved Matt Hoffman, Tony Hawk, all those guys. I know I just named the biggest two, but and I always loved like photography. I had a photography Instagram page for like three years when I was in high. Grade. Uh, high school and grade school that I loved but then Andrew Garfield came along in Spider-Man and I'm, I talked about this going down the shore and seeing it with my family and as soon as I left the theater I was like that's the best Spider-Man I was like there will never be a better guy playing Spider-Man because he looks exactly like how he does in the comics he's got that lengthy feel to him like we've talked about this he has that lengthy body he looks like the ultimate Spider-Man yeah he's lanky he's long and yeah, slender he, and, and then he has the best suit that will ever happen yeah i don't think the main spider-man 2 suit will ever be beat it has the big eyes from the comics yeah and it has one of my all-time favorite comic book scenes even though it makes me cry every time i watch it but that shows how good the scene is yeah that it makes me sad but yeah i don't think anyone will ever be better than andrew garfield look wise as spider-man and his physical acting is incredible in that movie Absolutely. Lay the scene where he's telling Gwen like she shouldn't be here and he's just throwing his hands around when Electra's there. Yeah, he has the best acting like in the suit. Because like he gives because like Tom Holland's suit has the eyes yeah, that give off the acting for him. Yeah, because it's all CG. But and then Andrews is just he has to do it himself. Like yeah. and he has some of the best one liners and like yeah. so yeah, he's to me he is Spider Man. Like yeah. I get Tom's probably the best, but when I imagine Spider Man, every time someone mentions it, I imagine Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And you saw my reaction when he came through. Oh, yeah. It's the loudest I think I've ever screened over a movie. <laughs> and it probably will forever be it unless I get an Amazing Spider-Man 3 or a cameo yeah. by him. But, yeah, that is my choice for number seven is Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Yeah, it's a good choice. 
Um, That's a good choice. So my number six is going to be Javier Bardin, Anton Chigurh, and no we, we don't have anything in the same list. Really? <laughs> no same order. Yeah. Well, this this casting is just it's incredible because have you seen that thing? It's like there's a team of psychologists. He is the, like he's the best movies. psychotic yeah. person. Looked at 500 movies and found out who the most like realistic psychopath. Yes, yeah, he had a 40 percent. Yeah, which was he insane. won by far. Yeah, the other and one, was, the closest one was like 13 or something. Yeah. He's, I mean, it's, it's an incredible, incredible movie, and the character is just terrifying. I remember watching it. I watched this with my dad, and he even said, How old like, were you? Just like last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't watch this movie, yeah, probably until like two years ago. Yeah. But I watched it, and my dad was like, Oh, that dude's so scary. With the air thing? <laughs> yeah, even in the beginning with the, like, the cattle. Oh, no, that, that's more yeah. scary than when he uses a gun than me. Yeah. Because that's like so right up and personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the coin, the general store scene is one of the best scenes. That's I think that's what won the Oscar for them. Yeah, I for screenplay, it won screenplay, won cinematography, and it won best actor. Yeah, because Roger Deakins did a uh, cinematography. Yeah, the goat. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but he's just. I mean, I, I don't think there would have been a character like that. Like, I think someone else could have played him. Not, not that. nearly as well. Not at all. So, and then he plays the best Bond villain in Skyfall. Yeah, which he also got nominated for best. Yeah, didn't exactly. yeah, you have to watch that movie. I do have to watch. It's, I got to rest. I got to watch the rest of the crazy. Yeah, movies. you just got to watch. Quantum uh, Solace. It's okay. Skyfall's incredible. Yeah, I've heard Quantum Spectre's Solace is the worst one. The worst. No, Spectre is by far really? the weakest one. Okay. Because uh, Christopher Waltz, which you would have thought would have been a great villain, mm-hmm. worst Bond villain. Really? Yeah, and then Rami Malek's pretty good. Okay. But I already reviewed that movie on here. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good choice. I didn't even think about him. All right. So I know what your number six is. But yeah, my number six is Anthony Starr's Homelander <laughs> in The Boys. There has... To me, this is the best TV show casting of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, he is terrifying. Yeah. He was genuinely a frightening dude, and his acting is incredible. Mm-hmm. I just found out he's from the UK. Yeah, he's not American. Oh, I, I would have never thought that if yeah. you never told me. No, his accent's perfect. And he's just his like facial structure that he makes when he's like mm-hmm. freaking out, but he doesn't want to freak out. He's doing like that smile. It's terrifying. Yeah. Like the dude's genuinely scary yeah, when watching is, the absolutely. scenes. And I just think he might be it could be one of the best TV show castings of all time. Not as just right now, but like literally I can't think of any more that are better than him. Yeah. And I think the boys Barry's close, but I still think the boys the best show on TV right now. Barry's right there, but I still think it's the boys right now. Yeah, Attack on Titan's there too, though. Attack on Titan's incredible. Yeah, I've heard that. I just, I just think the boys might have it beat because it's doing so much and it's bringing a comic book to life so well. And like people don't even remember that it is a comic book series. Yeah, that was turned into a TV show, and the show's incredible because it's some of the best castings. Yeah, and people say like the show's much better than the comic. Oh, I like the I like the show more. Yeah, there's not many times I like shows more than the comic interpretation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, because the show is completely different. Because yeah, show, they change a lot. Because it, it completely changes like everything. Because the comics is all like kind of a spoof on comic books in general, and the show took that and was like, "We're a show, so let's spoof movies and shows." Yeah, so and it, I it love really I love the boys how it opens up on a Snyder cut joke. Yeah, it's so yeah, funny. The board cuts, kind the of board cut, <laughs> very funny. But uh, yeah, yeah. So Anthony Starr, I think yeah. he's incredible, and I can't wait to see him play Homelander for many more years. Yeah. Many more years, maybe. I don't know. 
Oh, he's he's gonna have I mean, he's, he's gonna, gonna be in the new four. Absolutely. Yeah, but, you're not cutting yeah. him out. Yeah, but that's another two years probably. Yeah. But I want to know how. Like, I mean, I don't know how the season's gonna end. No, I mean, I guess we we'll talk about that five. in our review. My number five is also Anthony Starr. We were so close. Everyone the same. Darn it. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I want to see how he's gonna beat Soldier Boy coming up because that is kind of like I like. Obviously, the end of episode four is all we have, so we don't know what's going to happen yet. Yeah, but we shouldn't talk about this. We have our boys episode. That's true. Which we're literally that's recording it. tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, But that won't come about, out to July. Talk about Homelander more. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's just, he's the best evil Superman story of all time. Yeah. Easily. Invincible's right there, but this yeah. is, I this mean, because Omni-Man is yeah. also vicious. Yeah. and But, but that will never be a live action series. Yeah, but the way he's able to, like, I mean, the way he kills people, it's just, it's insane. Like, the laser eyes are unstoppable. Like, you see, anytime he uses it, it That scene in the newest season when he makes the girl jump is one yeah. of the darkest scenes yeah. I think I've ever... Like, it's, it's not gory. It's not... No, well, it ends just, up being gory. But it's, like, it's just straight acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's ripped straight out of All-Star Superman, but just the opposite. Yeah. Because that, that scene where Superman talks the girl down, but... He yeah. talks the girl off. Yeah. It's... it's <laughs> It's not, that sounds it's not sexual. Great. It was not mean to be yeah, no, not supposed to sound sexual. <laughs> but yeah, I think Homelander is one of the easily the scariest villains of all time because there is no stopping him. Oh no, I you think he, I think he might be the most terrifying villain yeah. of all time. Like Vader's might, terrifying, but this dude's yeah scary because I could. This is more imaginable to be real than Vader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's terrifying. It's it's scary because there's literally you, you can only hope to contain him. That's it. There's no stopping. It's like Jalen Hurts, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, times, no, your guy can't even run without falling. You still smoked your entire secondary. I don't really still, care. still tripped and fell and I lost his care. team the game. Don't care. <laughs> smoked your entire secondary. Oh, and you know how I said Anthony Starr is one of the best castings of all mm-hmm. time? Because now I'm saying the best TV show casting of all stuff time. Okay. And it's Matthew McConaughey as Rustin Cole in True Detective Season yeah. 1. This is... The best TV show casting of all time. Yeah. There was no one that could, because since he's left the show, like, because the anthology, mm-hmm. no one has come close to Matthew McConaughey's performance yeah. in that show. Who's in Jodie Foster? Just yeah, she's she's the only lead in the new one. Okay. I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited. She's, Signs I mean, of the Lamb. Signs of the Lamb. She's great. Yeah. We'll get to Signs of the Lamb in a little bit for me. But uh, <laughs> I think Rustin Cole is, Ryan has not seen True Detectives. We're going to watch it when I come back. And then yeah. we'll do our best TV show episodes. Yeah. I mean, he's the he's easily a psychopath, mm-hmm. but he's an incredible cop. My dad, who was a cop for years, talks about he's the most accurate. It's like one of the most accurate crime scene stuff, and he's just an incredible actor. And everyone's seen that clip of him when he has his ponytail and he's like he's drinking the, he's drinking the beer yeah. during the interview and stuff. It's in my opinion, it might be the greatest. It's it's got to be one or two on best seasons of television of all time. Yeah. Because it's also Woody Harrelson, too, which everyone forgets about. Yeah, I, I've heard they're both. Because, like, Woody Harrelson's great. He's, like, a 90 out of 100. Matt mm-hmm. McConaughey's, like, a 120 out of 100. Like, yeah. it's a – like, Sean has just finished it a couple months ago. Yeah. And he's, like, it's insane because you. it looks like Woody Harrelson's not that great. But then you're, like, he is incredible. But Matt McConaughey's just at a completely different level. Yeah, he just out – he outdoes everyone. On top of Woody Harrelson. Yeah. He's incredible. And I'm super excited because I'm going to watch the whole thing with you again. Yeah. Because I'm, no, I'm excited. excited to it's watch so, it. it's so good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Rustin Cole played right. by Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I'm super excited to watch that show. That was my last TV show. Gotcha. I have four more movies. I have 
two movies and two TV shows. I don't think you're going to agree with my number one, but me and my dad think it's no doubt who number one is. I think mine's going to be really surprising for you, but I've talked about it with people before, and it's I think it's definitely my number one. But on my number four, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Yeah, I felt I bad not putting one on the list. That's like, why I gave him an honorable mention. That, I feel like he's he, the reason I made the honorable mention list because yeah. I was like, I can't not mention him. Yeah, no, I think like he could go lower in my list, I think, because like acting wise, I think people do a better job than him. But just like he looks exactly like Tony Stark. Like there's but no one. But the way he acts in real life is yeah, Tony he's Stark. He's become Tony Stark in real life. Yeah. Like, it's in, like he is Iron Man. There's no one else in the world. Like Chris Evans plays Captain America. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron, Iron Man. Man. Like there's no one else. Yeah. It's, it's insane. So Have I you ever seen that interview when they asked Chris Evans the first question at that panel? Oh, yeah, yeah, And he's yeah. like, if anyone Tom, asks Tom, another, yeah. if I don't get the nef- next question, if I'm not the person you ask the first question to ever again, I'm going to leave this fucking stage. <laughs> yeah. And they all, all the Avengers walk out and they're like, Robert Downey Jr. pulls out a briefcase, starts throwing roses. Roses, he's like, like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I love Robert right Downey. He, he is Tony Stark. Yeah, it's well, incredible. He he's, he, I mean. Too bad his career outside of Iron Man is great. great. As of late, but, but he's a great Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. People always forget about him. I mean, he's got a best actor not like. For Chaplin, right? Did he get did Chaplin he get? and uh, what's it called? Tropic Thunder. Yeah, best actor for that. He got nominated yeah, for best actor when he played <laughs> the black guy. Yeah, that's great. He, do you know who he lost to? A little movie trivia. No, lost to Heath Ledger for Joker. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's good. He would have won if it wasn't for the greatest villain performance of all time. Yeah, the greatest ever. Yeah, but yeah. Oh my god, I put Heath Ledger absolutely. on my list. Oh, neither did I. <laughs> Oh, oh no. Um, oh, honorable no. mention is number one. He played yeah, I, I know. I, I, he probably wouldn't have made my top 10. I think he's incredible, but we've seen Joaquin yeah. did the play Joker as well and won Best Actor, too. Yeah. So that's showing like other people can play the role. Yeah. So absolutely. yeah, maybe he wouldn't have made the list, but he, it's one of the best. Perf- that's what an episode we should do best performances. All right. Like Daniel Day and like There Will Be Blood mm-hmm. is one, I think, one of the greatest performances yeah. of all time. But I didn't put him on the list because I don't ever see him as one character. I almost put him on for Abe. Lincoln. Really? Yeah, because I mean, he won. He does look exactly like Abraham Lincoln. But yeah, that was 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 a good number four. I think I know my number four. Yeah, my number four is Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. Mm. He is terrifying. So he's terrifying. He made honorable mentions. Yeah, and he laid one Oscar for 15 minutes of screen time. It's one of the big five winners. Yeah, one of three. Uh, Once at Night, Sons of the Lamb. I always forget the other one. One of the Cougars next. Yep. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Ryan just gave me a thumbs up, everyone. You know Danny DeVito's in that movie? The one with the Cougars next? Yeah. Yeah. I never knew that was Danny DeVito. Yeah, it's a super, it's not a big role, is it? It's, well, he's like one of the. Yeah, but he's not like a major role. Guys. No, he's like one of the side characters. Jack Nicholson's like, so good in that movie. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. I almost put him in on Honorable Mentions. Four of the Jokers have won Academy Awards. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Hannibal Lecter, I it's one of my all time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I think Sons of Lamb's incredible. Yeah. It just missed my uh I think yeah, it late just missed my top twenty list. I think I had it at like twenty-three. Because yeah. I'd made like forty and then cut it down. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best police dramas of all time. Yeah. Thrillers. It's incredible. it's an incredible movie. And the fact that he's not really playing the villain makes yeah. it even more terrifying. He's like one of the first anti villains, I guess. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. But then you get the sequels when he is actually the villain. Mm-hmm. I haven't like, seen the sequels. Oh, my God. 
They're not I as good, but they're terrifying. Dragon, been there for a while, oh, Red Dragon with Ed Norton? Yeah. Very under- I think it's too. extremely underrated. Mm-hmm. The ending is nuts. Really? <laughs> but yeah, Hannibal Lecter, I think, is just... It, everyone knows that. He's one of the yeah. best characters of all time. Yeah. He has some of the best lines of all time. Mm-hmm. Him with the mask on is frightening. It's classic. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, Hannibal Lecter at number four. Alright. So my number three. This one might be kind of a cheap one because it's a voiceover performance. But it's James Earl Jones' Darth Vader. No, that's a good one. That's like I don't think no one true. else could voice Darth Vader. No, you just, see the original. Yeah, you've audio, seen what's terrible. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> like, Darth Vader. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's really not much. I Maybe hating Christians is Darth Vader now. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. So, I'm no, kidding. Never gonna, I mean, it's not James Earl Jones voicing it. It's computer acting as James Earl Jones, but you still can't beat that voice. It's it's terrifying in the best way, and it. I mean. Yeah, there's not much you can say. I about think this. it's the most iconic voice of all time. I think so too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good like, one. I would never have thought as, of that. Yeah, as Mufasa too, like that. Even that's classic. that movie's like, so good. So good. You yeah. know what? Lion King doesn't get enough credit. It's fire. It's amazing. Yeah. What mo- number three? What superhero movie lost to Iron? Well, lost to Lion King at the Oscars for best animated film? Best animated film. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lego Movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> Batman under uh, Batman Phantasm. Really? Mask of the Mask Phantasm. Phantasm. Lost. It won the Grammy, though. Beat Lion King. Not Grammy. Emmy. Beat them for that. Uh, my number three is Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Ooh. I think Aldrich, the kid who played him in oh, Solo. Man, right? Yeah, I think he's good. Mm-hmm. But he's not Harrison Ford. No, of course not. Harrison Ford is Han Solo and will forever be Han Solo. Yeah. He's perfect. In, yeah, he's amazing. In every way to use the word. Mm-hmm. His mannerisms. His... his Everything about him is just incredible. Yeah. And I almost put Indiana Jones. I was going to do Harrison Ford, Han Solo, slash Indiana Jones. Because mm-hmm. Indiana Jones is iconic. You've seen all of them, right? Yeah, I've seen Okay. Them. Yeah, those movies are incredible. And I know we're both super excited for James Mangold's Indiana Jones. Oh, dude. Absolutely. I'm going to freak out when that comes out. <laughs> Han Solo is just – he's one of the best movie characters ever. Yeah. He's – it's kind of like – Okay, I'm tying number three because I meant to put them all on my list and they forgot. Yeah. I'm also putting Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. Yeah. That's going to tie He's Harrison Ford. perfect as well. Because no he got nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, no one else win. could play that as well. Yeah, that's why I think like no yeah, one could have played these two characters, but I also don't think they're better than my next two. Yeah. Because these next two, these characters, these actors were born to play these two roles. But, oh, yeah, I have the same next two. Yeah. Like Johnny Depp and Harrison Ford as Han Solo and Captain Jack, I think, are two of the the two, they're lead the two of the most iconic characters to ever walk mm. this earth. Yeah. Everyone knows, like, lay people who don't watch movies know those two. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's Shine Depp. Oh, that's, that's Harrison Ford. But lay, they just refer to them as Jack Sparrow, Han Solo. Yeah. Because they're that big, and that's, it's incredible. Yeah. And the videos of him, like, dressing up as Jack Sparrow and, like, doing like, the children's yeah, and stuff, like, he stays in character the whole time, and it's incredible. Like, yeah, and he cut it, he said he bit his finger, but now we all know it's because Amber Heard cut his finger open. F Amber Heard. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. All right. Well, my number two. Well, before we get into our top two. Oh, yeah. We need to take a second. Ugh, I got my paper. So support for the Popcorn Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best at men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are persistent engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping using the code C and B. That's C A N D B. At manscaped.com. If my math's correct, that's about 8 million balls. 
roughly eight million balls. I only have a half, so <laughs> I'm a little behind schedule on that one. But uh, yeah, the performance package 4.0 has arrived, and oh man, Ryan, it's a game changer. Oh, it is absolutely. Like we love it. It comes with weed whacker, the ear no trimmer, mm-hmm. ball deodorant, ball toner, t-shirt, underwear, and a beautiful Traver bag. And let's not forget oh, the MVP of the package, the lawnmower 4.0. Fantastic. Comes with a 400k LED light to mm-hmm. use in the shower. Absolutely. When the power goes out. Yeah. If you want to use it in an alleyway, mm-hmm. when might get charged, but Spider-Man does it. It's fine. But yeah, this fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof, which again, you can use in the shower. The weed whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary mm-hmm. <laughs> skin safe technology, which reduces nicks, snags, tugs, and those delicate nose holes. Oh yeah. But yeah. We love Manscaped. We think it's an incredible product. And we're not just saying this. It's not because they're paying us or giving us free stuff. It helps. No, it's great. But we're late saying this because we really enjoy their – Yeah. We really love Manscaped. Yeah. So, yeah, get 20% off and free shipping with the code. C-N-B. C-A-N-D-B. At Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com using the code C-N-B. Again, that's C-A-N-D-B at Manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. We love you, Manscaped. Yeah. And we can't wait to get your new stuff because they're sending new underwear. Really? The, the underwear 2.0. Wearing the underwear. Are you wearing it right now? Yeah. Yeah. I love how you had the check. <laughs> but yeah, Ryan's wearing the underwear. I'm wearing the t-shirt right now. It's super comfortable. But yeah, then we got to thank our next sponsor, mm-hmm. which is MoviePosters.com. Yeah. And we love movieposters.com. I'm actually holding the Reservoir Dogs poster right now. Yeah. And and we also have the Spider-Man and Batman next to us, which thankfully they sent to us for free because we are broke. Yeah. And yeah, we love movieposters.com. They have incredible gear. They don't just have posters. They have a ton of stuff for you, but their posters come at $10, $25, $50, $100, $75, everything up to $200. But use our code POPCORN10. Again, that's all caps POPCORN10 mm-hmm. for 10% off and free shipping. Yeah. High quality, beautiful. Great posters. Yeah, they really are just Absolutely. great posters. Yeah. I want that Blade Runner one, moviepush.com. <laughs> I'm going to get it eventually. At some point. At some point. But uh, yeah, thanks to moviepushers.com for making this show happen. Yeah. Now back to our list. All right. So mine number two is Peter Dinklage as Tyrion Lannister. Yeah, that's the one. I, he didn't make it. I know. It's disappointing. I think. And you know how much I love him. He's incredible. I mean, I think he's the only one that rivals Charles Dance as Tyler. Yeah. Not only like acting wise, but also in the like, you know, plot wise, like Tyrion's the only person that can talk to him that well. Like he's the only person that can argue with him. So I think Tyrion Lannister is an amazing character. Peter Dinklage is, I mean, he was born for it. And that's not just to say like, because of his physicality, but like he's truly an incredible actor. And I think, I don't think anyone could pull them off. People say, like, if you're going more towards the books, then Warwick Davis may have looked more like Tyrion. But I don't think anyone could have acted Tyrion. Yeah, you could have played him as better than Peter Dinklage. I mean, just the courtroom scene alone is it's incredible. And it shows his talent. Best TV show scene of all time. Yeah, he's insanely talented. And I think he absolutely brings that to that character. And it wouldn't be the same without him. Yeah. So, Peter Dinklage for me. That's a good one. I think my number two, everyone thinks this. Mm-hmm. But mine's Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. 
Yeah. He is he the definition. He is definition of born to play this character. Yeah. He fought to make this movie happen. For years. Years. I mean, he's been fan casted since I was born to play Deadpool. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Everyone loves him. No one dislikes Ryan Reynolds except for my dad, which makes no sense. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Like, there will never be another person that plays Deadpool. Yeah. He's perfect. He had a the Deadpool was at that adult animated show that got mm-hmm. canceled sadly, but Ryan Reynolds was voicing him. Yeah, and he's he's literally perfect as yeah, Deadpool. He's incredible. Yeah, and the fact that he stole the suit from set to go visit the kids at the hospital mm-hmm. got sued like two hundred k for it. Really? Yeah, because Fox is a yeah, suck. Yeah, I don't like Fox. I don't like Sony or Fox, well, but it's Disney now. So uh, yeah, fun. I don't like them either. <laughs> but uh, I'm super excited to see Deadpool three. I I loved his little video with Korg. Oh yeah, it was great. Just that little clip was yeah. still Just hilarious. To see him, like, in the MCU, like he's now, that made him in the MCU. It was amazing, yeah. and I love how it was Korg. I, yeah. Everyone it could have been. <laughs> it was the perfect character. I'm excited. I think they'll they'll eventually meet up again. I think so. And they have to talk about it. Yeah, they're like, oh, been interview once. <laughs> I love Korg, <laughs> but I think Ryan Reynolds is laid perfect as Deadpool. He, his manner is he's laid. Him and Andrew Garfield are perfect in their suits because yeah. they can show their emotions so well in the suit. Mm-hmm. And the way he improvises almost all of his lines. Yeah, it's he's, amazing. He's, he's hilarious. The only one. He's the only one who's sarcastic enough to pull off Deadpool. Yeah, like, and he's raunchy. And, yeah, it's he's amazing. So fun. And he got jacked to play Deadpool. Yeah. Like, he really does just love playing Deadpool. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, I think Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Mm. My number one. There's no matching my number one. Yeah, my number one. This one, I think it's going to be surprising to you, but James Gandolfini is Tony Soprano. That's a good one. In The Sopranos, because, like... That's not as surprising, because I know you love him. Yeah, because, like, watching Sopranos, I was always just like, oh, this is really good. But then watching, like, like you know, interviews and stuff with him while he was filming and stuff, like... He's nothing He's like nothing that. like the character at all. He's apparently... Everybody on set said he was, like, the sweetest guy. He was nice to everyone. He always helped people out. Then on the show, Tony Soprano is just a monster. Like, he's an awful person. And, you know, like, he had to do an accent the entire time, and it's perfect, and it sounds amazing. I, he didn't do it offset, though, right? No. He just used he his just normal. Used it, yeah, he just... But That's insane. It's not... And the fact yeah. that he didn't, like, hold on to it. No. Like, yeah. uh, Daisy... Mm-hmm. A girl, Daisy Edgar Jones. Yeah. She can't, like, over accent. Really? No, she loses her accent all the time. Yeah, from just filming. From like, filming um, United States shows. Sons of Anarchy, what's his name? Yeah, Charlie yeah, Hunnam can't, yeah. had literally had to go to a, a accent person. To get his English accent To get his back. English yeah. accent back, even though he was born <laughs> and raised there because he did Sons for 10 years. Yeah, he just spoke. So the fact he that... He spoke American for that long. Yeah, American. <laughs> really, but he did speak American. He didn't the correct speak, way. Like, no. no. <laughs> remember the joking. UK's from, remember Mansky's from the UK. I know, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> He's like, maybe. Um. <laughs> Ryan's winking at me. <laughs> I'm crossing my toes. <laughs> like he showed me your hands, but said your toes. I'm crossing four things right now. Um, but yeah, great. Yeah, Tony Soprano just—he's one of the best TV show characters. Do you want to say anti-villain? That's honestly not yeah, far off. Yeah, like, no, he's an anti. Yeah. No, he might just be a villain. Yeah. Honestly. Just like how Walter White honestly. is a villain. Yeah. Walter White not make my list. The show, yeah. I hate Walter. But Brian think. Cranston's a. Oh no, Brian Cranston did an incredible. I just don't like yeah. him as a character. Yeah. I can't get behind children killers. <laughs> Attempted children killers. I mean, like... Poisoned a seven-year-old boy. 
was just, you know, wasn't. Were you defending a person? Well, I mean, no. But like, it sounds like you're defending. <laughs> also, Bob the nursing home. That is it's true, but fun. that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. They, they were at the end anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your number? We're again, we're kidding. But uh, my number one is Mel Gibson as Martin Riggs. Mm. You, yeah. You've seen the first one, and he is Martin Riggs. Like, I should have known you were going to pick that one. It's you told it, me before. Yeah, it's my favorite casting of all time. I don't yeah. think anyone mm-hmm. could have pulled that off. Like, I I like the guy in the show, mm-hmm. but he's no Mel Gibson, Martin no, Riggs. No, no, he's not the same at all. No, like, Mar- like he, he, he was born to play the character. Like, yeah. word by word, like, born for it. And yeah. Like, the, the guy in the show does it well, but it's a different character. It, yeah, it's, it's not, not the it's same. It's not the same Riggs. It's a great Riggs, but, but it's, it's not, not Martin Riggs from yeah, The no. Weapon. It's like the way he smacks his head. He's like, yeah. oh, you want to be funny? He just starts messing <laughs> with his hair. And then one of the greatest scenes ever when he's like, you want to jump? Let's jump. Mm-hmm. He improvised that. Like, that was his line. Really? Like, some of the biggest lines. Like, when he talks about it, he's like, man, God must fucking hate me. And then Mel Gibson's like... Yeah, he, he doesn't like me too. He doesn't like me either. And he blows the smoke out of his nose. Yeah. It's one of the most badass scenes. Yeah, it's, I it's love awesome. it. Yeah. And you watched the first one and you agree. Like, he's, yeah, he is perfect yeah. for that role. I'm so excited for Lethal Weapon 5. Mm-hmm. Mel, I know Mel Gibson, outside the acting world, has done some, yeah, yeah, not some well accepted yeah. things. But he's kind of made his way back a little bit. Yeah, like, he's made his way back. I mean, it's better than. I'm not saying that sounds terrible. What he did was terrible, but it's better than what Kevin Spacey did. What yeah. Harvey Weinstein did. Still terrible, but he is, he has apologized. Like he's trying to make himself back and, but he can't take away. The dude's an incredible director mm-hmm. an incredible actor. So I'm super excited yeah. to see him back as Riggs. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to finish that franchise because they are watch, all yeah, good. Absolutely. And yeah, that's my number one, Martin Riggs. All right. Well, those are our lists. And it's my favorite mo- movie character ever. Yeah. He's also Martin Riggs. But yeah, those are our top 10 castings ever. Mm. Ready for film suggestion of the week? Yeah, I'm ready. You're ready this time? I'm ready. What is it? No Country for Old Men. There you go. I knew you were going to pick <laughs> I wasn't ready. I just looked at my list. I'm like, oh, there's a good movie. <laughs> What's it on? HBO Max. Yep. yep. There you go. I watched it on... Oh, I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, no, it's on HBO. Yeah. You were right. Yeah. Mine's also another HBO Max thing, and it's going to be Lethal Weapon 4. Because... Mm. Yeah, because I think I've already done the first one. Okay. But the fourth one's legit. It's not as good as the first one and the second one because mm-hmm. those two are iconic films. Yeah. But the fourth one is a great at the mo- at that time was a great ending to the franchise. Yeah. But it left the door open to keep going still, okay. and it's a Donnie Yen whoops, not Donnie Yen Jet Li mm-hmm. whoops ass as the villain. <laughs> I mean, like, because it lays shows that they're just getting old. Yeah. And Jet Li whoops ass in that movie, <laughs> like beats the shit out of Martin Riggs. Really? And it's just a really fun movie. Chris Rock's in it. Your boy Joe Pesci's in it. Like yeah. incredible cast, incredible fun action movie. But yeah, highly recommend everyone check it out. The whole franchise is actually on HBO Max. Cool. But yeah. Yeah, awesome. Ready for fan questions? Yeah. We have, I think we have 11 for this episode. Awesome. Yeah, 11. Okay, so do you think comic accurate makes something better? It's from Michelle. No. I don't think it automatically does, but like... It makes it better looking. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're trying to... If your sole goal is to appease the fans, then yes. But I think if you change something from the comics and it works to better the movie, then yeah, it works. Like, I'm not... I'm not somebody who hates the Mandarin twist at Iron Man 3. Because I think it works for that movie. Yeah. 
I can get why it made people mad. Yeah, I completely understand because they blue balled us. Yeah, but I I think it works for the movie. But it's you know, so I'm fine with it. But yeah, I don't think it makes anything better or worse. No, like like the Man's Power too. The suit's super comic accurate. Yeah, and the Gwen scenes accurate, mm-hmm. but doesn't always make it a better movie. Like no. Batman vs Superman might have the most like realistic suit to the comic. Yeah, uh, Ben Affleck's suit's amazing. But doesn't always make it a good movie. Just no. that show. Like, I love terrible comic movie. accurate. It's not, it's not a terrible movie. We're about to go watch a terrible movie. Oh, yeah. But this is not a terrible movie. But uh, My mom's so upset. Yeah, I know. My mom's mad at me, too. <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, we yeah, no. Have my mom's like, just do a podcast and we just sit and watch. Oh, God. That'd... Like, just let them let go. We, should, we are going to have them all. We'll do a Mother's Day episode yeah, with them. Okay. So, yeah, that's my answer. I don't think it always makes it better, but it makes it more visually appealing normally. Okay. Do you agree with that? Yeah, that's, that's a good, good answer. answer. Uh, number two, worst casting ever, Nate. See, I was going to say George Clooney because when I first saw it, but he wasn't a terrible casting. No. Like if I was picking Batman in the 90s, George Clooney I probably would have picked. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I'm trying to think of like – I hate to say it. Topher Grace's Venom. It might be the worst casting ever. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Sure. I wouldn't say Jared Leto's Joker because I feel like that's a little bit on the writing because he shows that he can play it in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, that's true. I, I think it's Topher Grace, dude. I, I can't it, think. It really might be Topher He's Grace. He's bad. Remember we like it's ripped bad. on him for like five minutes with, on the Amanda Amanda Gabrielle episode? Yeah. We're like, he's terrible. That's me show. I hate it. It's terrible. Hey, that show is incredible. Yeah, it's a fun show. He's terrible as Venom. <laughs> Very flamboyant Venom. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing against that, but yeah. it just didn't fit. But yeah, do you have one? I think that's up there for me. I mean, it's bad. It's it's pretty bad. Arnold as Mr. Freeze. That's <laughs> bad too. <laughs> Chris what O'Donnell as Robin. That's another bad one. Leo was supposed to play. Yeah, Leo was supposed to play Spider Man. Mm-hmm. In the original James Cameron. James Cameron one, yeah. Got canceled. That movie would have been nuts. It would have been nuts. Yeah. I like James Cameron. I do. Oh, so do I. Yeah. Great director. Yeah, I think that works. Topher Grace is down. Sorry, Topher so Grace. Uh, what makes a great movie? This is from Owen. Good writing. Yeah, writing. You can have mid actors, but great writing makes them a lot better. Yeah, I think I think great writing is the most important thing because like it's the hardest thing too. Yeah, even like you look at some movies like that have no budget. If the writing's great, it could look Florida Project. Yeah, it could look like it's shot on like some. Camera you bought at Best Buy, but if the writing's amazing, then it's going to be a good film. The Blair Witch, yeah, one of the biggest ones out there. Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. Ben yeah. Affleck and him were not big actors. No, it was their first thing. They wrote it. Well, no, they were in other movies. Yeah, but, they, but like, like they'd never been leads. Yeah, that was the first thing they wrote and stuff. And yeah, and that it was in, it won Best Screenplay. Yeah, it's in, and that's what's showing you good writing yeah. makes the movie happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made Spider-Man too. Might have some of the worst writing. But it has some of the coolest visuals, best chemistry. Andrew Garfield is, of course, incredible. Yeah. But the bad writing hurts it. Bad yeah. writing and bad storytelling can ruin a movie. But if it's good story, good storytelling, it will be a great movie. Yeah, I think so. That's a good answer. Writing is the most important yeah. part. Number four, would you rather be behind or in front of the camera, Keontae? Um, in front. I, I, think, I like acting. I think behind. Yeah, like, you you really like, love like camera work. Yeah, I love it. It's it's fascinating to me just how like everything works and how it all comes together. Oh, no, I so, love I loved editing and all that. But I really yeah. I I love acting. 
Yeah, I think I think behind the camera for me. That's a good answer. Yeah. Coolest movie star it's from Sean. Coolest? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is cool. Robert Downey Jr. has got to be up there too. Brad Pitt is. Oh yeah, Brad Pitt's classic. He's Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> Young <talking> Leo. Like, <laughs> Leo now is kind of like out of the yeah, limelight. Yeah. If you're talking like badass though, it's probably Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise just is just a cool dude. Does everything, and he is just like, I mean, like not like cool dude. But like, but like movie cool. star, like he is a yeah. the definition of a movie star. No, he does awesome. Did you stuff. see Top Gun's about to cross? A, it's going to cross probably a billion by next month. Really? Already? Yeah, yeah it just pa- it passed seven hundred million the other day. Passed the Batman domestically. That's crazy. He's late saving cinema. <laughs> but uh, yeah, most badass movie line from Alex. Mine are yours from the Batman. Yeah, what killed the dinosaurs? No. <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> See, I just said a great Batman quote, and you changed it to that. Yeah. That that scene in the Batman's awesome. Where he's, he's like, Batman, he's bro. like, you move. He's like, get out of the way. He's like, before you get blood all up in that new shiny studio, he's like, mine are yours. And it just breaks both their noses. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's one of my oh. favorite scenes. I remember when they released that little clip, like, the day before we went and saw it. It was that red light hitting. He yeah. looks so good in that suit. My so mom good. made the best. She's like. He is so good looking in that suit. <laughs> I was like, okay, mom, I'm gonna turn this off. Thanks, mom. I think um, Han Solo, Princess Leia saying "I love you," just goes, "I know." That's why I, that that's that line is why I put him on my list. Yeah, that's. I think that's one of the best lines ever. Yeah, and it, it's it improvised. Time, like, and the fact that he made it himself, like he yeah. improvised that. Okay, weirdest movie you've ever watched, Tyler. Teeth. It's about the feet. It's about a girl. It's a horror movie. Mm. It's a girl's female genitalia has teeth and it bites people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she bites a doctor's hand off when he's doing a. What? You know that? You can't say that on the podcast. <laughs> Our parents. Like, no, I'm not into know, that. I don't know why you watched that movie. It doesn't. No, I. These two movie. girls <laughs> that I was friends with in high school, they were like, "Do you want to watch Teeth?" And I was like, "Sure." And it was the oddest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. Yeah. Everything Everywhere All Once was weird, but it was really good. Yeah, it was weird, but that was the fun part. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't seen like the... Oh, Teeth was weird. I haven't seen Tusk that. was weird. I haven't seen Tusk. I haven't that's seen, like, an odd movie. It's a really good movie. Yo, Human Centipede is disgusting. Uh, yeah, that's why I don't watch it. But, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel like you don't I feel like you do not do... You don't, don't watch weird movies like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, oh, you've never seen The Lighthouse either. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. I mean, Everything Everywhere All Once is probably the weirdest movie you've ever seen. I mean, Men was weird, too. Men Especially is pretty end. high That's, up. That might be like the weirdest. That, that might be the worst movie I've ever yeah, seen. That might be the weirdest one I've ever seen. Especially the ending. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good episode. I was just listening to that the other day. Good. Uh, number eight. Are you guys excited to work with Raiders of the Lost Podcast? This question from Steve. No, not at all. Don't I say know. that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're extremely excited. They are lay one of the biggest. They're, they lay with just. I was just on like a ranking thing. Mm-hmm. They were like eighth. Really? Like they're they're incredible. Yeah. James and Anthony, twin brothers. Really cool. Yeah. No, I'm super excited. I just want to shout out. They put out a movie trivia episode the other day. Mm-hmm. And they were like, whoever win, like, if any of our fans or anyone beats us in the trivia, they can have the podcast. I smoked both of you. <laughs> I want the podcast. And we are you changing. Owe you owe us. But yeah, shout out to James and Anthony. I was just texting you guys the other day. You guys are great guys. Super nice. And happy to hear your trip to the UK one more. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to meet them. Yeah, great guys. Cool. Uh, number nine, first actor or actress remember loving Hannah. Uh, if I'm taking this like, like crush, I think the first one I really remember mm-hmm. is Jennifer Lawrence in the Hunger Games. 
You remember I had like three posters of her. Oh, I remember her. Yeah, you talk about her nonstop. I loved her. Yeah. I still love Jennifer. I think Jennifer Lawrence is awesome. My first male actor, I was like, holy cow. Uh, Michael Keaton, Batman. That yeah. was like the first character I remember being like, we're Luke. That's probably good. Um, Luke was up there. You see, I don't know. I can't remember. Like, you don't remember your first Hollywood crush? Not really. Yeah, mine was definitely Might Jennifer be, Lawrence. Mm, I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. The first like movie character I may have seen may have been. I mean, the first. I mean, the movie that I loved when I was a kid was Finding Nemo. So I might have to say Nemo. It's like it's bad my favorite movie character when I was a kid. That was mine. But like, if you're talking actor, I might just have to say like Mark Hamill as Luke. Yeah, that, that, I mean like, that's probably mine. It's that or Mike. It's it's either that or Michael Keaton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a sports question. Do you guys want James Harden back next season? This is from Donovan. Yeah, with a different coach. No, who knows how to I use don't him. want him back. I think we can use forty-six million dollars with the band next year. Yeah, but he's James Harden. He shot the ball twice in the second half of Game Seven. Yeah, but uh, that's true. He had to step up. He's and he nearly didn't. not doing great. He, he's he old. I think I really think he's done. I think he is getting old. But I think if he, he wa- if he is willing to reconstruct the contract mm-hmm. and take a smaller sum of money, like twenty million, which is so insane. Yeah, I would do that. I just don't want to pay him forty six million dollars. Yeah, forty six point seven million. I think we can still use him if we know. No, because he's, he's teaching Maxi, and Maxi is by far his best season. Oh, career. Maxi's the future. Like absolutely, I love Tyrese Maxi. Maxi. But like, oh, I have a Joel Embiid and Maxi poster, which we can also hang up now. All right, cool. I, I found them. Up. I found them. They were just in my car. I have a Giants poster. We can hang up. I, I, I don't care. You can hang up. Right, it's, your, it's your podcast too. I know. Uh, last question. I'm on top of no, you won't. No, I'm a Sixers fan. It's fine. We're hanging the Eagles one up too, and the Phillies. Right, well, uh, that's not why don't you guys have a Patreon? This question from Oscar. I've asked that same question. And I'm going to give my reasoning. Yeah, I'm, give, I'm going to give the same reason. So I don't believe that people should have to pay extra to listen to another episode of the podcast. Yeah. I feel like the whole point is for people to be able to hear what you guys like your opinions. Mm-hmm. We didn't make the show to make money. We made the show because we wanted to talk about movies and give our opinions. Yeah. And I've always been like, so people have to give you five bucks to listen to a 20-minute episode, which you could just put out on – which you're going to get paid for even if you don't put it out on Patreon. Yeah. It's just an extra amount of money for you. I don't yeah. know. I don't really agree with it. If we got big enough, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know. I just – I've never really been behind the whole idea of like – because like there's some of them where they're like, oh, this is, they hype up this episode for months and months and months. And they come to it and everyone's like, hey, where's that episode? Like, oh, it's on our Patreon. You got to pay 20 bucks to watch it. Yeah. I'm like, that's – It's stupid. Like, if you want to have fans, like, just let your fans watch everything you do. Like, I think that's the best part about this podcast. We don't have, we don't edit it. Mm-hmm. Like, we edit it, but we don't cut. Yeah. Because we're idiots and we like this. We like people knowing that we're just normal. Yeah, we just talk. Yeah, we're just talking and having fun with everything. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of Patreon. I don't, I think it's kind of a scam. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's why I don't have one. And yeah. Even though Ryan always brings it up to me, he's like, well, they're paying. They're bring, they're paying because they want to help the podcast. I, I brought it up once. You did bring it up once. Movie. No, I brought it up once because we went to the movies. I was like, I just paid sixteen bucks for a goddamn movie ticket. It was mad. Where's our money? It was mad. <laughs> yeah. And then we walked out, and we, I made the joke. I was like, maybe we do need a picture. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I just don't. No, I'm not. Yeah. I, I was joking to make Ryan no, sound greedy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you don't pay me. Well, so. yeah. Ryan can start a Patreon. Ryan already started an OnlyFans because I don't pay him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 
that was our final answer. Hope you guys don't mind that we don't have a Patreon. I feel like you, people would be happy yeah. that we don't make them pay to listen to us, mm-hmm. yeah, especially when we sound like the way we do. Oh, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Jackasses. But, uh, yeah, that was the final fan question. Thank you guys for mm-hmm. tuning in to the podcast. Ryan, is there anything you want to add? No, thanks for listening. Yeah, have and shout out to our new editor, our full-time editor, Colin Gallagher, who's going to be doing our episodes from now on. And shout out to Razor Laws Podcast. And, yeah, we had an absolute blast on the episode. Mm-hmm. We'll be back actually later today to go review Jurassic World Dominion. Actually, we're leaving right from here to that because it is 1259. The movie's yeah. at one. <laughs> By the way, if we. Oh, yeah, if a dinosaur talks, we're walking out. Yeah, if a dinosaur says a word, we're leaving. Yeah, but it's going to be short. It's going to sound really weird when we this episode comes out in July and this one comes out this week. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they can piece it together. It's like, you know, it's like the MCU. You kind of piece it together. It's like, it's like Christopher Nolan. His movie's yeah. never in order. Yeah, that's the fun of it. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to the show, and we will talk to you guys next week. See ya.